As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free, which is great. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer all in one. And it is the platform that I use to host and upload my podcast. They will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast through Anchor with no minimum listenership, which is lit. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, Anchor. Hello, hello. Welcome to Acting My Age with me, Rahini Elise. Oh my gosh, I'm so sing-songy, sorry. I'm just so excited to be recording this. It feels so good. I am sitting on the floor of the guest room because it has the best acoustics in here. Trying to give you guys some excellent audio quality. We are professionals here. Um, Yeah, so I'm so, so pumped. Thank you so much for tuning in. And before I start, just wanted to mention, if you do like this podcast and want to give me a rating or review, I would so much appreciate it. I will give you a little kiss on the cheek if you do, Um, virtually, of course, (laughs) from a six foot distance. But today's episode, oh my gosh, guys, I just thought it would be so fun. I got inspired to do this from the What We Said podcast. I really like that one. I've been taking a lot of inspo from it, but They did an episode where they had their listeners submit their most embarrassing stories, and I have a very fucking embarrassing story. Like, it's truly traumatic. I still just cringe thinking about it today, so I thought it'd be fun for you guys to submit your most embarrassing stories, and then I'm going to read them, react to them, I will share my horrible tale, and we'll all just have some giggles because I think everyone in the world could use a little laugh right now, so that sounds good. (laughs) Keep on listening. Grab some tissues. You might laugh so hard you shed a tear or two. Grab some wine, some LaCroix, whatever your beverage of choice is, and let's get embarrassed. Let's all cringe together as a whole, as a family, okay? Okay. I'm already sweating. I'm literally pitting out thinking about my cringy story. I thought it wouldn't be fair if I made you all share your embarrassing stories and I didn't share my own. So, okay. Let me set the scene for you. Like, the movies where they go back in time. That's what's happening right now. So just picture that. We are going back to seventh grade Rohini. Middle school Rohini. I am a, a, a skinny poofy haired gal (laughs) wearing makeup improperly it's quite the time to be alive I have a probably have like a tight v-neck purple t-shirt on 
some knockoff Uggs because I couldn't afford the real thing and some whack-ass American Eagle low-rise jeans, okay? Setting the scene for you. So I had the biggest crush on this boy. I'm I'm literally just going to drop names here because I don't care <laughs> and uh, I doubt they're listening. If they are, like, that's fine. We're all on good terms, I feel like. So anywho, in middle school, I had the biggest crush on this guy, Tanner. He was kind of like the bad boy, I would say. I feel like everyone had a crush on him. He had that floppy hair. He was a cutie. You know how it is. <sighs> I had a big crush on him. He actually ended up being my first makeout, so shout out to that. I will discuss my middle school stories at length on this podcast, but for today, we're focusing on one terrible incident. I've had this big crush on Tanner, and him and his besties, Chandler and Elijah, came over, and one of my good friends, Maggie, came over. Um, Side note, Maggie and Chandler are now, they've been together forever, and they actually have a really adorable baby now, so that ended really well. Okay, sorry, I keep getting distracted. But so we're hanging out. Came over to my house. Honestly, not really sure why my my parents let me even have them over, but we we're all hanging out in my room. It was, I think, Tanner and Elijah, maybe. I can't really remember who exactly was sitting on the bed, but I know Tanner was there. So I've been having a crush on this guy for months now. I think he's so cute and hot. And also, they're in eighth grade. I'm in seventh grade. So he's a year older, which is such a big deal in middle school. I think he's such a cutie pie. I am so excited that they're even in my house. We're all hanging out. Um, and I don't really know how this conversation came about, but I just remember we were hanging, laughing, and then I don't know who it was, if it was Elijah or Chandler or what, but I guess he's being flirty or funny or I don't really know how this freaking came up. It's middle school. Okay. Weird shit happens. And they were like, oh yeah, Rahini, like you got some abs. Like, let me see them abs. Cause I was just like a skinny little twig. I had boobs, but like I was so skinny. It just, I was a twiggo. I had no butt. I was like, yeah, I got abs. I have abs. What the heck? Like I was trying to be super cute and sexy <laughs> in my Aeropostle t-shirt for uh, this boy Tanner. And they wanted to see my abs. I was like, yeah, I got abs. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Okay, so I lift up my t-shirt to show my abs. I don't show my bra, obviously. I'm not a complete slut. But I lift up my shirt to show my abs and I flex and I fart within like I don't know, three feet of my crush, this boy who I'm trying to impress, I flex my abs and I fart. Like, are you kidding me, dude? Literally worst moment of my fucking life. And to make it worse, I was trying to play it off cool. Like, I was so embarrassed. I'm literally dripping sweat right now talking about this. Um, I was so embarrassed. So I was trying to play it off cool. And everyone started laughing. Like, I remember Maggie was like, oh my god. And everyone started laughing. And someone, I don't know which boy, was like, did you just fart? And I was like no it was my dog like that was my dog lavender that would have perhaps worked or at least we could have all pretended except that the door was closed and my dog was not in the room <laughs> so I blamed on my dog that wasn't there and I was completely exposed and I just think I blacked out after that like I have no memory of what happened after that or how the hell like, I don't know how the rest of the day went. I just, <laughs> I repressed it from my memory. But the embarrassment is not over. So middle school boys are just so kind, as you all know. And I think the next school day, I don't know when that was, the next Monday or something, I remember being in the middle school cafeteria, being with my friends, and then I look over and I just know the boys are talking about me. And I look over and they're telling the tale of my fart to the entire lunch table, like, 
all of them all the boys are looking at me and laughing and these are all like the cool like hot boys of middle school so you know they're (laughs) they're wearing some like super baggy gym shorts and they have like Justin Bieber hair you know how it was so basically the whole lunchroom found out that I farted and I remember walking out of the lunchroom with all of them laughing at me and I just it was terrible it was so terrible and I still think about all the time that all the time like I still think about it and it haunts me to this day and my friends like Catherine and Marin still make fun of me sometimes it's just one of those times you just really wish you could run away into the woods and never come back but if it hadn't been in front of my crush like he was my crush like who the fuck wants to fart in front of their crush it's it's terrible I wouldn't wish it on anyone and it was just such an embarrassing they're like oh you want to show your abs like you got abs (laughs) I was trying to be all sexy which just doesn't really work I don't think in middle school I don't know how you can be sexy middle school but I definitely was not sexy I farted so (laughs) oh god yeah, that's my story. So, pretty cringy, right? Did you guys cringe? Because my my pits are sweating still. Just talking about it. Okay, so now I shared my tea with you all. I hope you're cringing. I hope you had a giggle or two. I'm going to share some of your stories. And you guys came through. Like, I posted on my Finsta. I posted on my Instagram asking you to email me your embarrassing stories. And I have, like, over 50. And (laughs) some are definitely worse than others. Some aren't that bad. I'm like, guys, this isn't that embarrassing. Some of them, though, I screamed, like, screamed out loud. So I cannot wait to share these with you. came through. Let's expose all of you. Just kidding. I'm going to keep it anonymous. Of course. I'm not a devil, but um, yeah, damn. These are quite embarrassing and I have had so much fun reading them. It is just truly <laughs> such a good source of entertainment. Like, I don't know why it's so easy and fun to laugh at other people's misery. Like, it obviously says since you guys were able to even send this to me that you have somewhat accepted it and it's not killing you anymore so I think it's okay that we all take a little have a little giggle about your misery (laughs) because you know what if you can't laugh at the shitty things in life then it's just gonna suck way more we all know that I I handle pain and tough times with comedy that's just what I do so here we go guys oh my god some of these are so freaking bad also uh I don't know if I need a disclaimer but like Some of these involve sex and dirty things, and I obviously cuss and swear. I literally said that in the intro to this podcast, so for some reason, if that's not your vibe, then I guess tune out, but pretty much all my episodes are going to be kind of somewhat, like, I don't know, not not PG. trying to figure out which one I should read first. (laughs) Okay, actually, I think I should just... This is, like, one of the first ones I read, and I screamed I was lying in bed with Sage last night getting some like people had started to send some in and I screamed like (laughs) okay this one is also short and sweet and just to the point let me read it (laughs) god it's gonna be hard to read these without cracking up okay when I first started having sex freshman year of college I wasn't sure whether or not to tell this guy that I had a tampon in when we started getting frisky he hit the tampon way (laughs) far up like a string disappearing far up he offered to help take it out it took both of us in the mirror (laughs) since then I haven't tried to bang on my period it's just so short and sweet and so like it's just a shock to the system I think that's what we we needed to ease into this 
I just don't. The sentence he hit the tampon way far up just makes me laugh so much. I don't know why. Bro, that's terrible. Okay, that actually scares the shit out of me. Like, getting having a tampon stuck in me is one of my worst fears. Oh, God. Thank you for your service for that story. This one also made me laugh. It's kind of short. So she says, it's not much, but my first day of high school, I felt nauseous in the morning, so my mom made me a smoothie. She wouldn't tell me what was in it, but I drank it anyways. I took it to school with me and finished it around lunchtime. In the middle of lunch, I promptly threw it all up. <laughs> me and my friends ate lunch in the hallway by our lockers. Don't ask me why. We were weird. So as you can imagine, the puke was everywhere. <laughs> And when the bell rang, all the students from all the grades walked by my puke. I smelled nasty, had it all over my bag, etc. Later I found out my mom put a raw egg in cats in my smoothie. I was messed up for a solid couple of days and I thought I would never recover from the humiliation. <laughs> uh, again, just how people write these. I think that's what makes it funny. Like the ones that I think are really funny are just written like just very what's the word? Descri they're very descriptive. I promptly threw it all up in gas. <laughs> Bro, why did your mom do you like that? What? Why did she put a raw egg in your smoothie? I mean, I feel like people do that, right? Like, like fitness junkies put raw eggs in their smoothies. Maybe that's just in movies, but that's honestly terrible. <laughs> the, one of the reasons why this makes me laugh is because I promptly threw it all up. I'm just picturing like you literally had no idea that you were about to throw up. So you're just mid-sentence and then like boom, vomit everywhere, <laughs> which really is funny to me. <laughs> I find that really funny. And also because I have like very clear images of that exact scenario, one of which was me. I got really drunk one time with my cousin. I was visiting her when she still lived in Nebraska. We went out. It was my first night out on the town in Nebraska and we just drank way too many drinks. We shared like a fishbowl that was meant for six people or whatever, just the two of us. And I normally don't drink sugary drinks. So that was like where I went wrong. But I knew I was drunk, but like I made it all the way home in the car. I was like half asleep in the car. I was, I was pretty drunk, but I was still like functioning. And we're walking up the stairs to my cousin's apartment, about to go to bed. And then I literally just... <laughs> Oh my god, it's so funny because my cousin's so nice. So we're walking up the stairs and I literally just vomit. Like I had no idea. I was mid-sentence. Like I did not see it coming. Usually you can tell if you're going to throw up, but did not see that one coming at all. So we we're just, I'm like talking. I'm like, what? <laughs> and just puke all over the stairs to our apartment. And I like slip in it a little bit like I didn't fall but I was wearing sandals so I slipped in it and my cousin is like the sweetest angel on the whole planet like she is the just the sweetest little cherub and she, like we're talking and I vomit she goes oh <laughs> like she makes a cute little like oh <laughs> noise oh my god it's so funny to me dude uh okay and then that was my one story of that happening and then the other story was I think two summers ago, first time we went back to visit Whidbey after living in New York, we threw a party at Sage's mom's house in the yurt, which if you know about Whidbey or whatever, like the yurt parties are iconic. So threw a little yurt party and everyone got really, really drunk because we all hadn't seen each other in a long time. So we just were like slamming the shots. And I think it was Matt, Sage's best friend, Matt. I'm just like exposing him. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. We were all just hanging out talking. I think it was Matt or was it Lucas? I think it was Matt. But we we're all talking like we're starting, you know, we get super drunk and then you kind of like come down a little bit. You're still feeling good, but like you're starting to get tired. That's where the point of the night where we were at. 
and we're all hanging out chatting Matt is sitting on the couch and then mid-sentence literally like his voice was completely normal I don't know what he was talking about like work or something he's like yeah so I just uh, and he like vomits (laughs) out of nowhere and he was so shocked like you should have seen his face he was completely surprised so that is why I think this is so funny because when I've, I've seen people and myself who just puke out of nowhere and it's just the funniest thing because you just, you don't see it coming. All of a sudden you have chunks flying out of your mouth. Oh my God. So funny. Okay. Moving on to the next story. So this one I also thought was really funny and I liked how she described it. So she says, Hey Rohini, I can't believe I'm sharing this dot dot dot. It's pretty bad. The summer before my freshman year of high school, my family had the opportunity to visit our relatives in Norway. My grandma is Norwegian. The plane ride was extremely long, about seven plus hours. When we finally arrived in Oslo, we were completely jet lagged and sleepy. We spent the night at my dad's cousin's house. She has two boys, one of which is a year younger than me. My entire family set up camp in their living room and settled in for the night. The last 12 or so hours had been so long and full of activity that I had forgotten to do one very crucial thing. Use the restroom. (laughs) I fell asleep on the couch, completely unaware of what I would experience in the early morning. Okay, side note, I love how she's telling this story, guys. I love this. Um, sure enough, I woke up in the middle of the night with the excruciating urge to pee. The urge was so intense that I was completely paralyzed. The nearest bathroom was at the bottom of a narrow spiral staircase. Of course, I knew I wasn't going to make it. The worst part about it all was the fact that my little brother and sister were sound asleep next to me. Oh God. My parents were sleeping close by as well. I eventually garnered enough courage to crawl down to the stairs. As soon as I left the couch, my bladder exploded. I completely wet myself in the nice hardwood floors of my relative's living room. (laughs) Let me remind you that this was only the second or third time I'd ever met my Norwegian relatives in my 14 years of life. I was mortified. It would have been fine had I been alone to clean up the mess, but my parents woke up to the sound of my pee. (laughs) They helped me clean up the floors. (laughs) Oh my god. We're the type of family that shows our affection through humor, so unsurprisingly, I've yet to live this moment down. To this day, I wonder if their hardwood floors have ever curled up or shown any signs of damage. Oh well, there's nothing I can do about it now. Oh my god. That's so funny to me. I just really like how she told the story. Like, I love when you paint the picture and, like, set the scene for the story. Imagine you're sleeping in the same bed as your your siblings and you're gonna piss yourself. <laughs> and the fact that she, like, barely made it off the bed and then, like, exploded right after that. And the spiral staircase, like, oh, the details are just too good. And, like, your parents, imagine your parents sleeping and then they just hear a splash of pee hit the floor. <laughs> And, like, you're 14, so they're just probably really confused. (laughs) Oh, parents are so sweet, though. They help you clean up your piss, dude. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That's such a good one. This one's funny because it kind of reminds me of something that I would do when I was little. I feel like my parents were always finding things I was doing on the computer that I wasn't supposed to, and then I'd have to have a serious talk. So this story says, Okay, fuck. Such a throwback. I'm 21 now, but this happened, I think, in 8th grade. So it was a school day, a special school day. Your parents could bring you lunch or take you out to lunch. So my dad comes and picks me up and says, let's go to the mall, which is not like him. We go to the mall and it's so fun and I feel so loved and special. And then hours pass. He lets me skip school and then we go home. And when we get home, I can tell the vibes are off. Like right when I get inside, shit is not right. My mom is weird. My sister is, in quotes, in bed early. Like, okay, what the fuck's going on? Then my parents sit me down and tell me how much they love me. And because they love me, they have to do this. They pull out printed pages of my private Facebook messages flirting with boys and talking nasty, crying face. And then they asked me to read the messages out loud and explain what they mean. And 
girl, I was literally talking about giving head and making, in parentheses, truly amazing jokes for my age, but super inappropriate jokes. And I have never felt more embarrassed or ashamed of just being myself and being sassy. Eighth grade is kind of young, I know, but still, that was traumatic. I think I even said, you're probably such a mouthful or some shit. Oh my god. Like that in reference to his dick. Ha ha ha. But I had never been physical with this guy whatsoever. I was just flirting to the max and he was super cute for an eighth grade boy. Okay, and to make it worse, I even messaged him one night late and I was like, hi, I'm sneaking on my laptop right now. I think my parents are having sex and went to bed early. And then I literally talked to this guy about my parents having sex. And little did I know, I'd be reading to my parents these messages about my parents' sex life. Ugh. Anywho, that's my tea. Hope your night is good. Okay, that's so funny. And honestly, parents are so cute. Like, he took you out for lunch. They tell you how much they love you. Reading the messages, making you read them out loud, that's like some next level type shit. That is so traumatizing, so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, but I honestly can relate. <laughs> I just feel like some people are earlier bloomers with that type of thing, you know? But oof. And like our age just was too, too advanced with like sexting like we should not have been sexting in middle school you know oh my goodness that one just takes me right back I think it's really funny that her flirting was pretty and that she was like making truly amazing jokes for my age like I think that's so funny because you look back and you're like who the hell was I like who did I think I was saying these things like I didn't even know about that stuff but yet you pull it out from somewhere like from a movie you saw or who knows Oh my gosh, that is just so funny. And I bet your parents never forget that. I've definitely had some talks with my parents like that. This one's just really funny and also kind of wholesome. It ends on a very wholesome note. So here goes. I was 16 at the time and on holiday in the south of France. Also love that for you. And my, with my boyfriend and his family. That sounds like a freaking dream. We hadn't been together long at that time. So I was still trying to make a good impression. One night we were all drinking and playing board games, including his grandma in parentheses. At the time, I wasn't much of a wine drinker, but I was trying to keep up with the rest of the family. By the way, I'm from England in the countryside, and it's completely normal to start drinking young because there's nothing else to do. Okay, relatable. I seem to have not thought of the fact that his whole family were all above six feet, and I was a small girl who was 5'5 five five and was being handed a new glass of wine every five minutes. Around midnight, I turn to my boyfriend and say, I really don't feel well, and long story short, I end up throwing up on the table we were all sat around, put my arms out to try to catch it. So it doesn't spread to anyone else's part of the table. Oh my god. Luckily, I blacked out at this point and don't remember anything else. But my boyfriend lovingly showered all the sick off of me. Oh my god, that's so cute. And put me to bed. And five years later, it's still his family's favorite story to remind me of. Also on this trip, the water stopped working in the house we were staying at. So the whole downstairs flooded whilst me and my boyfriend were in the shower together. And had his whole family knocking at the door telling us to get out. And I've never done a bigger walk of shame. This also meant the toilets didn't work for days in the house. So we were having to poop in the woods. <laughs> oh my god. That is just a lot. That's kind of a traumatic little little South of France vacation. Not what I had pictured. I think it's so cute that you guys are still together. And that's definitely a story that you just laugh at. But like, I'm just picturing it so vividly. You're just trying to make a good impression. You're trying to chit-chat with the in-laws or the future in-laws, whatever. And you want to seem like you can handle your shit and they keep ha ha like handing you wine and you're just chugging it down. Sometimes when you're having really good conversation, you don't even realize how much you're drinking. Like you just 
you know, keep drinking. And then she blacked out. But it's so cute. He, like, showered showered her off, like, even at the beginning of the relationship. That's honestly so sweet. And he is a damn keeper. So, wow. That's a good one. Okay, this one's a little bit raunchy. <laughs> but I think it's really funny. So, holy shit. My most embarrassing moment was the first time I ever sucked a dick. <laughs> she put the funniest emoji. It's, like, the wide-eyed smiley face one. Oh my god, that fucking- I can't even look at that emoji. You know how when you're on email, it turns the emojis, like, really fucking weird? <laughs> this emoji is just staring into my soul. Okay. I have to read that. I don't think I could read that without laughing. Ugh, I have to cover up the emoji. I'm covering it up with my finger. It's making me laugh too much. <laughs> my most embarrassing moment was the first time I ever sucked a dick. We were doing the deed, and I wanted to attempt to swallow- in parentheses. Keep in mind, this is my first time. I was 17. I didn't realize that A, the amount it would be- <laughs> B, the fucking taste, and C, the warmth. Anyways, when we neared the end and he dot dot dot, you know, I, <laughs> oh my god, I fucking honked like a goose when it hit my mouth. <laughs> oh my god. We were at my parents' house trying to be quiet. I kid you not, I cried. <laughs> this person is my boyfriend of three years now though, so it's all good, winky face. <laughs> oh my god. If only sex ed, like, had taught us these things, like, you just are never prepared for that. You're never prepared. <laughs> oh my god, that makes me laugh so much, dude. Honked like a goose. I can picture it. Like, <laughs> oh Jesus. This one is just fucking traumatic. So, hi Rohini. This is my embarrassing story, lol. Low key worst thing that has ever happened to me, but it's funny now. <laughs> she says, like, while crying. Just kidding. In seventh grade, I was at a soccer game, and in the final quarter, I started to get a stomach ache. I thought to myself, I can wait a few more minutes. The game's almost over. So I finished out the game, sprinting back and forth with a really bad stomach ache. Once the game ended, I realized that I needed to poop. Badly. Like, really badly. So I started to run to the porta potties, which were pretty close to the field, so I thought I would make it. I was maybe like 20 feet away before I realized I wouldn't make it. <laughs> then I started to shit my pants. <laughs> This is graphic. The really watery, explosive diarrhea type. <laughs> I was running past all the parents. <laughs> oh my god. And I could feel it running down my shorts and then onto my legs and was basically panicking. That is so horrible. Then I made it into the porta potty and quickly realized there wasn't any toilet paper left. Oh my god. R.I.P. So all this shit was all over the back of my legs, socks, and cleats, and I had no way of wiping it off. So I thought, just screw it. There's nothing I can do. So I left and walked around with shit on my legs, <laughs> looking for my parents so they could drive me home. The end. LOL. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, first of all, you are a strong-ass woman for even getting out of there. Like, I don't think I could have done it. I would have... I don't know what I would have done. That's just insanely like ballsy and amazing that you did that so wow what a story what a story <sighs> hi <laughs> so i think the one that comes to mind other than unfortunately being the one who wet the bed in college everyone i get to turn is <laughs> oh my god i can just tell who you are already love that for you um my college does a homecoming tradition called tequila sunrise where you literally get up at the ass crack of dawn and start drinking bars downtown open at 6 a.m and they close down streets that's that's fun and it's just pure madness parentheses i think other schools might also do this but i don't know so when i was freshly 21 i was able to partake in a downtown tequila sunrise experience it sounds so lovely when you say it like that i pregame pretty well and then make my way downtown I couldn't tell you how long I spent there, but I eventually needed to be. That's relatable, not knowing how long you were there. 
so she needed to pee so bad, and the line was so freaking long. I started basically convulsing to distract myself on how badly I need to pee, asking people if I can cut them, and no one is budging. I end up fully pissing my pants, and then still somehow <laughs> have to pee once I get to a stall. I leave the bathroom and am around a bunch of my sorority alumni and tell them what happened. They all laugh because duh, and embarrassing, and they tell me it's not that bad. You can't even tell dot 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 um what, but I believe them and continue to do socky bombs at like 7:30 a.m. Next thing I know, the hottest dude from my class is walking me home, which was like two miles probably. And all I can remember saying is, OMG, I'm so embarrassed you're seeing me like this. You're so hot. I'm so embarrassed. You're so hot. <laughs> I ended up waking up outside my neighbor's house on their futon. Ha 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 ha. Just like so confused but my only memory being of the hot dude and me pissing my pants. <laughs> Thanks for reading all that. Can't wait to listen to your podcast. Oh my god. Okay. First of all, I have some beef with your friends for letting you continue your tequila sunrise with fucking piss in your pants. That is not cool, bro. I mean, sounds like you weren't, okay, you were two miles from home. Like you couldn't have just, they couldn't have told you to go Uber home or if, if it was your birthday, they should have escorted you home and helped you fucking wash the piss off your legs and change your pants. Like, damn, that is not cool. If I was there, I would have taken you to wash the piss off your legs. But I have to commend you for doing all of that and taking sake bombs at 7.30 a.m. That is honestly very impressive. Also love that for you that you were walked home by the hottest dude. That's just great. Sounds like a good birthday, honestly. This sounds really fun. I wonder where this takes place. Sounds like somewhere warm because she woke up on a futon outside. I'm like picturing like Greek row, like wake up on the couch. Sounds fun. This one, this one's truly something. Hi, Heeny. Okay, so, also love when you guys call me Heener. Heeny makes me so freaking happy. Hi, Heeny. Okay, so, last year I backpacked around Thailand with a few friends, and I have two stories to share from then that are dot 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 quite something. Side note, I love that all of you guys are traveling. So many of these stories are taking place in exotic locations, and I am in love with that. Okay, back to the story. In the first week since arriving, my stomach was still getting used to the different foods, so my number twos were a little unpredictable. I was taking a shower in a hostel in Pai, when I felt that very familiar tummy rumble. There was no way I could make it to an actual toilet in time, so I just squatted down and took the biggest shit in the shower. <laughs> when I say big, I mean big. Oh god. Now I start panicking because all the showers are connected and are separated like cubicles, so my shower water with shit particles <laughs> shit particles has started flowing into the next shower, and I have to act fast. I take the metal drain cover off and scoop my shit into the drain. <laughs> And it makes a giant plop, lol. I don't think anybody noticed, but I told the boys I was traveling with the next morning. The look on their faces was priceless. Okay, girl, why did you tell them? You could have gotten away. I mean, I guess it is pretty funny. You must have been comfortable with them to tell them that, but... And she has another good story from traveling, too. Jeez, what a trip. My next story was a few weeks later when we were in the jungle in Kaosok on a jungle tour with a guide who was the craziest man I've ever met and will ever meet. But that's a story for another time. We were warned about leeches, so I was extra careful to check my legs and arms every few minutes. We stopped to rest at a beautiful waterfall, and we all swam in the water for a while whilst our guide made us tea with bamboo cups. God, this sounds amazing. A little while later, we sat on some rocks with our teas, and I looked down and saw what I thought was a snail on the rock I, I was sitting on. I looked closer and realized it was a fat, juicy leech <laughs> attached to my vagina, <gasps> literally so close to my labia. <laughs> 
Oh, I never thought I'd say the word labia so soon in the podcast, but okay, let's do it. I freaked the fuck out. It was huge. So it had, it had been there on a while. Just dot, 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 sucking, I guess, LOL. I pulled it off, which I later learned you're not supposed to do. And the spot where it had been attached to just kept bleeding and bleeding. Oh, God. The guy didn't have any plasters or anything, aka band-aids. So he gave me a couple of Rizlas to stop the bleeding. IDK, what you call them in America. Cigarette papers, question mark. And it actually worked. Oh, Rizlas? Where are you from? Australia? Oh, no. England. Oh, oh, oh. She says at the bottom. The whole trip was mental. I loved every second. Best of luck with your podcast. Sending you sage, Henry and Boo. Lots of love and light. Uh, that's... Wow. Okay. Having a leech suck on your vagina is really traumatic. Also funny. Wow. I would have been horrified. I would have been horrified. Like, ooh. And the putting the shit in the drain. God, what a trip. That is... That's really funny. Those are both high quality stories. Okay. This one made me giggle. So last year on my 20th birthday, my cousin had his 21st birthday party that night at a bar. I w- it was like a family party, but everyone was drinking and doing shots and everything. And I was too, even though I was underage, but what's a year, you know? So I got like absolutely drunk, like accidentally way too drunk. And I was totally fine till this random man came into the private little area where we were partying. Apparently everyone was telling him to leave, but I, w- I am admittedly a social drunk and I started talking to him. He was telling me how he just moved back from LA and how he was a SoundCloud rapper <laughs> in parentheses, which is just so wild and enough to make you think I'd be like, okay, bro, get out. But I told him it was my birthday and kissed the guy. (laughs) Sounds like it's not too bad until the next morning my sister told me he was missing teeth and I kissed that sucker in front of my family. (laughs) It was just so tragic and I'm still sweating that my whole family saw it. I'm working through the trauma of it till this day and I'm seriously spooked for my 21st birthday. (laughs) But hopefully I can hold my liquor better. Crying face. Oh, of course he was a SoundCloud rapper. Like, of fucking course he was. (laughs) this sentence kills me sounds like it's not too bad till the next morning my sister told me he was missing teeth and i kissed that sucker in front of my family (laughs) that sentence kills me oh my god you guys are crazy fucking love it okay let's continue on ah i just got a new one just now which is perfect hope this isn't too late also i love you and your channel hope you feel special i've only told the story to one other person my whole life lmao okay i do feel special thank you um so a little backstory here my now husband and i have been together officially since 2012 when we started our senior year of high school and we were off and on from 2009 to then one night dot 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 i can't remember what year it even was i'm pretty sure it was 2013 because he still lived at home with his parents right before we graduated it was a saturday night and we had went to a good friend's house and we both had a pretty good amount to drink Fast forward through the night, we go back to his parents' house, in parentheses, my parents thought I was staying at a friend's, not my boyfriend's, LMAO, and we start doing the deed. Keep in mind, it's like 3 to 4 a.m., question mark? Well, I'm literally on top, naked, and his damn father bursts through the door and flips on the light, Rohini. The light is literally on for a solid 30 seconds. None of us move, no one says anything. (laughs) Then he shuts the light off and closes the door, mortified. I was mortified. It's literally all I thought about for days after it happened, lol. Thankfully, he's been moved out since we graduated and his parents don't come around. I don't know how I would feel having to look at his dad even after all this time. That is really, really, really mortifying. (sighs) Cute that you guys are married now. But, uh, wow. I can't even... I cannot. I cannot even imagine that. If Sage's dad walked in on Sage and I, I... I don't... I I gotta go. (laughs) Like, I gotta move to another country. Goodbye. Ooh, that's terrible. That's so terrible. This is a similar story. Okay. (laughs) Just wait. This is funny. Me and my mans were getting down and dirty. Dot, dot, dot. It was about to hit me real good with the big Omo. (laughs) Okay. That's so funny. It was about to hit me real good with that big Omo. I'm about to start calling it that. Omo. And then bam, his parents and their best mates were coming down the driveway. So of course we jump. 
I'm Starkers having, okay, where's this person from? This is amazing how she's talking. I'm Starkers having gotten changed in the bathroom to something slinky as fuck, <laughs> leaving my normal clothes in the bathroom because the fam were not meant to be coming home until late. So all I had was my slinky ass stuff to put on and my BF decided he can put on his robe when he had a wardrobe full of clothes to shove on. Little did I mention his pup was in the room and she wanted to get out to say hello to the family arriving. So my boyfriend opened the door, a slight crack to let her out and his mom decides to push it open completely. So I jumped down behind the bed and only allowed my face to be seen, but I'm certain she could see stuff. So she quickly shoved everyone out from looking at me and says, we are not going in there in the most obvious tone. And my boyfriend literally standing there completely covered with his robe while I melt into the floor out of embarrassment. Fuck me. That was horrible. But yes, that was one of my most embarrassing moments. Thank you. Thank you. I'll never be seen here again. Good night. XOXO. <laughs> uh okay at least his mom was like respectful though like we are not going in there she saved you from more people seeing which is nice but that is very embarrassing and also so classic of a male to just put on his robe like making it 10 times worse instead of just putting on the clothes that made me that made me chuckle it's pretty funny also <laughs> the big omo wow we have a new phrase guys we're gonna coin orgasms that big omo from now on here's another sex related story this one is not like truly as traumatic as some of the other ones, but it's still a good lesson. So I think I should include it. So this time last year, I was casually dating this person who worked at the company I was interning at the time. It goes on for a couple of months. And then one day I'm like, hmm, I should probably get tested for an STD because hopefully he hasn't given me anything in parentheses because I'm unhinged and get tested twice a year. Good for you, girl. So I get tested and the doctor's like, oh, actually dot, 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 you have an STD. You should take some antibiotics. Anyways, so I was like, how dare this man have the audacity to give me this STD? I should tell him in parentheses. Please note that between this time and the last time I was tested, I only slept with two people. So it was 50-50, but he was the most recent. So I call him and I'm like, hey man, you gave me this thing, totally fine, you just need to take some antibiotics. And he was like, OMG, I am so sorry, thank you so much for telling me. And I'm like, it's really fine, I was feeling so high and mighty on my high horse. Anyway, two weeks go by and he texts me being like, well, since you offered me the same courtesy, dot dot dot, and sends me a screenshot of all of his results being negative. It was so bad, ha 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 ha, fuck me. The cherry on top of the cake is that we are now co-workers and sit two rows away from each other. And I see him every morning when I get into the office. Moral of the story, number one, don't go blaming people without cold hard facts. Number two, I should never go to a casino and play roulette. Number three, for a sexually transmittable disease, STDs aren't so damn transmittable. Kisses all the way from Hong Kong. Oh, you guys are so worldly. It's amazing. So cool to hear that you guys are all over the world, literally. Wow, that is such... Okay, but this is such a, a, a story because she started as an intern and now she has a job, which is amazing. You're obviously killing it. Good for you, sis. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. But at the same time, he probably just has, probably looks up to you even more. Cause he's like, damn, this girl, this girl's getting laid. This girl's getting laid. Good for her. Sort of. Maybe he's not thinking that. I don't know. But hey, you know what? We love a sexually independent and free woman. I'm honestly so lucky I've never had to deal with like STD problems. Like I've been with Sage forever. <laughs> so I just haven't had to deal with it. But it sounds traumatic. It really does. Okay, guys, this one made me cackle last night when I read it. I was dying. Ugh, buckle up. Okay. Hi, Rohini. First off, I want to say how much your channel has meant to me. Talking openly about your skin journey and feelings and just everyday shit. Super refreshing and makes me feel like I'm not alone with some of this stuff in life. So thank you, heart. Oh, okay. So cute. And now on to some hella embarrassing shit. Thank you for the nice words, by the way. Um, so freshman year of high school, I was in math class with one of my best friends. First of all, this is a side note. I 
when I was reading this, I immediately like placed my best friend Catherine and I in the same situation, which made it 1,000 times more funny. So I would definitely recommend that you do that because it makes it hilarious. I literally love this class so much because our teacher was cool and let us get away with doing absolutely nothing and laughing so fucking hard for no reason every day. So, one day during lunch, we rode with an upperclassman and got coffee at lunch, in parentheses. Mind you, I was not an avid coffee drinker at this time in life, like I am now. So, to say the least, my stomach was feeling very funky, dot, dot, dot. You know the vibe. <laughs> I was kind of like, oh shit, I can't go to class because I might explode. But the bathrooms at my school were hell Well, she actually spelled it out. H-E-L-L for extra emphasis. And I was not about to do that in school. In parentheses, I'm sorry, this is kind of nasty. So I went to math class right after lunch with my friend and we were thriving in class as usual. Suddenly she said something hysterical and I started dying laughing. <laughs> in the midst of this laugh attack, I feel my stomach brewing. Mind you, the class was completely silent at this point and working on their stuff independently while my teacher was at her desk. I felt a real ass fart coming on and I panicked. So I turned to my friend and say, on three, I need you to count really, oh, on three, I need you to cough really, really loudly because I think I'm going to fart and it's silent in here. <laughs> She was laughing so hard still, but started counting down from three with her fingers. One, two, and that's when it happened. I farted louder than you can imagine in front of my entire class. In silence. <laughs> in silence. They all knew it was me. I literally turned bright as a tomato, and I think my friend might have peed her pants from laughing so hard at me. So moral of the story is I can't drink coffee and go out into public without thinking about that. It's haunting, truly, but it makes me laugh and then die from embarrassment all over again from time to time. I was cackling when I first read this because, like, I'm just picturing, like, you're dying laughing with your best friend just in your favorite class, like, cackling. you just laughing about stupid shit where you can't stop. Like, anything someone does just makes you laugh and you're, like, kind of trying to hold it in but kind of not and it's just the best feeling. And then you're about to fart so loud and I'm picturing Catherine and I except Catherine would be the one farting because she's fucking gassy. <laughs> Sorry, Catherine, calling you out. Oh, I'm just laughing. It'd be so funny, dude. And then everyone hears and you try to like time the cough. It's just so good. Okay, this one's pretty freaking horrible. Hi, Rohini. I'm so excited you're doing a podcast. You're an amazing person and I look forward to your content every day. Oh, thank you. My embarrassing story, dot, 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 eek. Okay. So I was on a first date and we found a quiet parking lot because, you know, the tension was building. Ooh, sexy. And I proceeded to suck his dick. Oh, yes. Okay. And everything is going great until I start to gag. Before I know it, I'm throwing up all over him. Oh, no. I end up covering my mouth and throwing up some more out of the car. Definitely not embarrassing at all. The guy took it well, but was also a little disgusted. Anyway, not my finest moment, but my friends and I laugh about it to this day. That is terrible. I think I've, like, heard of people doing that, but I've never, like, had someone I know. Like, I've never heard a firsthand experience of someone vomiting from giving a BJ. <gasps> that is so traumatic. Jesus. That's, like, my worst nightmare. Good Lord. I'm so sad, though, because I loved how that was starting. Like, we found a quiet parking lot because, you know, the tension was building, and then I proceeded to suck his dick, and everything's going great. And then she's like, and then I threw up all over him. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. I'd be so scared to give a bj ever again after that that is truly something i remember okay do you guys remember maybe this was just my school or i don't know my friend group um because <laughs> we're all hoes no just kidding but i just remember something in middle school like if you pinch your thumb in between like you you make a fist and like pinch your thumb in between some of your fingers or something it like helps you not gag and like I wasn't really you know I wasn't given BJ's at this time I just wanted to be prepared I was like oh yes I need to learn this trick can't can't be gagging that is so embarrassing <laughs> middle school dude oh our hormones are going crazy it's just so much so much at once but yeah did anyone else remember that like 
I feel like I remember this one girl told me it who was quite the BJ queen, let's just say. And I was like, oh, well, if she does it, then it must be true. Must be a really good tip. So, yeah. (laughs) One last story. This story happened between me and my boyfriend at the time. We were in high school and had only been dating for about a month. One day, oof, that's recent. I'm already scared. One day, I was over at his house, and we had an hour or so before his mom came back home. So we went upstairs to his room and were making out or whatever. You know how it goes. We were completely, we completely lost track of time, and I was mid-hand job when we heard his mom walking into his room. And as she was walking in, my boyfriend is pulling his pants up, and I'm laying in his fucking bed. She told me to leave the room, and when she was done talking to him, she came to talk to me and looked me dead in the eyes and asked if I had sex with him or if I gave him a blowjob. Literally so humiliating. We were only 16 at the time. We didn't do anything sexual besides kissing for the next like two months we were so traumatized lmao love you rohini i'm so excited for your podcast i know it's gonna be great love from houston oh you're so cute um wow i am so lucky that that never happened to sage and i or my other brief sexual history that we will absolutely cover in this podcast so don't you worry also i'm just picturing like that type of mom who's gonna come at you like I don't think that's cool honestly I don't think that's cool that she did that I think like deal with your own son leave this poor 16 year old girl who your son obviously likes out of it you know like geez don't traumatize her more after all of those incredible stories thank you guys so much for being willing to share them with me share your embarrassment it honestly I think at least for me knowing that I have exposed my fart story to the world it makes me feel a little bit better No one has it over me now, you know? I have given, I have harnessed back the power of the story. So hopefully you guys feel the same way. Ah, okay. So I have to tell Sage's most embarrassing stories because I asked him last night before we were going to bed what they were. And he said his most embarrassing one was when he was 12 and I guess he was running downstairs naked, like maybe he forgot like some clothing or something by the laundry and he ran into his friend's older sister naked. So (laughs) imagine being 12, like that's such a, a raw age for a boy. You're just, you're going through puberty, things are happening, you really like girls probably and you run into your friend's older sister. Oh my god. But this one is literally spilling the tea, so I hope you guys appreciate it. I didn't even ask him if I could tell this, but whatever. Um, I guess two years ago when we still lived in New York and he was still in the Coast Guard, we didn't see each other all the time. Like half of the time he lived at the Coast Guard station, so I would be by myself at our apartment and you know, I'd miss him sometimes. So he would often send me some pictures of what I was missing. If you catch my drift, he, okay, he would send me nudes. So (laughs) I think like after he would work out and take a shower, you know, it wasn't just in the middle of the Coast Guard day. Like it was, it was, you know, after a shower. So he would send me them pretty regularly, I guess, lucky me. And one day he thought he sent me one and he gets a text or uh, something on Snapchat from this girl that went to our high school. And she was like, Hey, uh, so I think you posted something on your story that you probably meant to send to Rohini. Just wanted to let you know. He posted his nude on his Snapchat story, guys. Uh, luckily, like, I don't think anybody really saw it except her and maybe a couple other people who I'm sure did not mind seeing what they saw. Lucky them. <laughs> but yeah, wow. That's his most embarrassing story. I'm trying to think of anything else that was embarrassing, but the fart one was the only one that I can remember being physically just like sick because I was so embarrassed. Uh, also, guys, I got like, I, now that I'm looking at it, I think I got like over a hundred stories. So I just had to pick the ones that made me like really, really laugh. And if I didn't read your one, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't read it, but I'm very thankful that you submitted it. And I'm sorry that you had an embarrassing moment like that. Going through all of them, like 
it was really interesting that most of them were all body related, especially there were so many period stories. And it just, it's like, damn, why do we women have to be so damn embarrassed about our period? But I understand too, because it is fucking embarrassing. But like, it just, it's just so interesting. Like all of them were like shitting yourself or like getting your period or something sex related. And honestly, reading all of these made me feel like we were all connected. You know, we're all together. We all have some of the similar embarrassing stories. And actually, oh wait, oh my God, wait, I need to read one of them. There was one that I missed that was so good. Wait, let me find it. Okay, guys, sorry. I have to include this one. It was so good, aka so bad. Ah, so here it is. I've been keeping this story from everyone and I have to tell someone. Here we go. In 2018, my boyfriend of five months at the time and I went to his sister's wedding. This was also the first time I was meeting his parents and his family. Oh gosh. We get there and we're staying in these old cute cottages on this property that I eventually found out had bad plumbing. Uh Uh-oh. At this point in the relationship, I wasn't comfortable with pooping around my boyfriend, let alone his family, who we were sharing a cottage with. If I had to go in my mind, I was like, if you got a shit, you're gonna have to hold it until the wedding is over. So, it's the day of the rehearsal dinner, everyone is hanging out, and then it hits me. I was in so, so much pain, like I couldn't even move at certain times. Got to a point where I had to go, and I couldn't hold it anymore. I watched where people were, so I knew they were in the cottage, so I could finally shit. I make my move. His dad and brother are hanging out outside the cottage. The nerves increase. What if they think I'm taking too long? What if they know I'm pooping and they're talking about it? And I take the biggest shit I've probably ever done. (laughs) Oh, God. I try to flush, and it doesn't go away. I get the plunger and nothing. My shit is sitting in this tiny toilet, and I'm sweating. Do I tell them what I've done? No. I take a substantial amount of toilet paper and I grab it out of the toilet. I immediately proceeded to the kitchen and hid it under the trash in the trash can. Oh my fucking god. For the whole weekend, I checked on it to make sure it was buried and there wasn't any smell. No one ever found out and my boyfriend of almost three years now still doesn't know. Oh my fucking god. (laughs) Okay, that one, that's honestly... That's the worst. To me, like, shit stuff is the most embarrassing. (laughs) And, like, you're meeting the family for the first time. You're in this little cabin. Oh, something else I think is funny is I got another story of someone, like, taking out shit and hiding it in the trash can. Because what the hell else are you going to do? You can't just leave it in there. Honestly, I commend her. I commend her for the sneakiness. But I am dying at the sentence. I checked. I was checking on it. Where is it? For the whole weekend, I checked on it. For the whole weekend, I checked on it and made sure it was buried and there wasn't any smell. That kills me. I checked on it. Like, it's like a little baby or something you have to check on. Literally shit in a trash can. (laughs) Oh, fuck. That must be... That's the perfect way to end this podcast. Like, damn. Shit in the trash can. Whew. I'm gonna need to get some water and a beverage after reading all those. I am dying. That was so funny. I hope this helped boost your mood. I hope you had some laughs and some giggles. It's just so much easier to laugh at other people's embarrassing stories than it is at your own. So, you know what? Thank goodness for that. We all, this just shows like humans do embarrassing shit, you know? We all have embarrassing stories and we all have shit in the trash can, you know? That's the best metaphor for life I've ever heard. Um, thank you guys again so much for being willing to send in your embarrassing stories. And some people were like, I don't really have any embarrassing stories. Lucky you. But don't you worry and don't you fret. There will be plenty of other episodes where you guys send in your stories and I read and react to them. I think that's just so fun. And I love hearing about your lives because 
they're very interesting. <laughs> Obviously, y'all are like in the south of France and in Thailand and doing all these crazy shit, pooping in the shower. <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness. You guys are the best. Love you all so much. Thank you so, 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 so much for tuning in to Acting My Age. This is literally a dream come true. I could just blab on and on and on, you know, like air signs. We like to chat. We like to chit chat. And I am having the time of my life talking to this microphone in a room by myself. So I hope you guys enjoy and please, please, please leave me a rating and make sure to follow on Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you all so much. I hope you're having a great day and I hope that this made it just a smidgen better. Just a little smidgen better. Ta-ta for now, TCFN. <laughs> and I will see you guys soon. Bye and thanks for tuning in.